0: This episode of Career Center is brought to you in part by Lane Marketing.
1: Hello and welcome to Career Center. I'm Kim White, Executive Director of the Career and Networking Center, a resource center located in Naperville focused on providing career and professional development support to millennials, more seasoned workers like me and everyone in between. Joining me today is Kathy Thickpin to share her career journey, career tips, and lessons learned along the way. Kathy, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for um, saying yes and, and coming on this show. Um, I know we had recently had a chance to chat for a little bit mm-hmm. and just was really excited to hear about um, your career journey. Um, I know that we don't often see people who have been in a position for or Mm -hmm. at a company for 20 plus years Mm -hmm. and so I know that you have and I would love for our um, audience to learn a little bit more about that but before we talk about your career journey tell us a little bit about
2: yourself. Well um, I guess I would call myself a training and development professional Mm -hmm. Um, really enjoy the new area that's working coming up called workforce development and so um, teacher, author, speaker, trainer, just have a nice little mixed bag of things Mm -hmm. that I do, which kind of um, describes my career. It's really been a mixed bag of different things. different things. Yeah. So we're going to talk a
1: little bit about you being an author and and some of the books that uh, you're interested in. Um, But so let's talk about your career journey. So you've Mm -hmm. been with your company for over 20 years. Is that something you set out to do? Did you think you
2: would be kind of in this you know, for 20-plus years? or, You know, when I went to college and I got a degree in um, general business, mm-hmm. and the reason I got the degree in general business is because I had been there for like three and a half years and I'm like, it's ready time to go. Yeah. So I took all the credits that I had in a little basket and took it to Dr. Canterbury's office. This was his name. Mm-hmm. And I said, what can I get with this? And he said, Go take this class and this class, will give you a degree in general management. And I said, okay, thank you, I'll take it. <laughs> And so then, just like most people, looking for a job, mm-hmm. will take any job that mm-hmm. I get, and so I got a job as a collection manager mm-hmm. for Sears Robot. Mm-hmm. And so I was a collection manager for a couple of years. It was tough. It was fun. Um, I still have, um, I was the collection manager. My supervisor and I are still good friends okay. after all these many years. Wow. Did that for a couple of years, um, then thought I wanted to do something else, Mm -hmm. and took a job in pharmaceutical sales. Okay. That was also fun. Yeah. Um, But the thing that that came through all the jobs I had was this ideal. I really like teaching, I really like training, I don't mind standing up in front of a group of people Mm -hmm. and presenting something. Mm -hmm. And so I really said, let me look into um, education. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm from Alabama. Mm And when you were growing up, for most part, the people in the community would say, if you had, you know, you were a smart girl, they'd be like, oh, you'll be a teacher. I knew that I did not have the grace to be a teacher. Teacher. Um, But learn more about this idea of training and working Mm -hmm. with adults and helping adults learn and grow. And so I went back and got a master's degree. In adult and Continuing Education, mm-hmm. and that's how I got to my current job. Mm-hmm. Um, I took some time, I worked in the community college system for several years, um, selling training, mm-hmm. selling training to area companies, and um, did some adjunct faculty work. Mm-hmm. Doesn't pay very well, but yeah. it's a great experience. <laughs> a great experience, yeah. Um, and I was also um, the night manager at okay. Joliet Junior College, so okay. I was an, the campus administrator for okay. the night. And then just kind of fell into, um, a job at a utility company, mm-hmm. and 20 years later I still am still there. there. Wow. Yeah. So those jobs that you took
1: beforehand, what what, what um, experiences did you have in those roles that you knew, you know, this is not really for me, this is not what I, wanted, what I wanted to do in terms of, you know, as a collections manager or a pharmaceutical. What was it? You Just that desire
2: to train and teach or? Well, while I was a collection manager. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed the teaching part, you know, Mm -hmm. helping my collectors learn, um, you know, working with my collectors. That is a very hard job, Mm -hmm. and you never know what's gonna happen when someone answers the phone. Right. Either they're gonna yell and scream and rant and rave, or they're gonna have some horrible life situation. And so um, it was the the training and the nurturing of my collectors Mm -hmm. that I did enjoy. Mm -hmm. And then when I was selling pharmaceuticals, um, there was a helping component there. Mm -hmm. And so educating the, people who were buying the, mm-hmm. the drugs. I, I sold over-the-counter over, over the counter drugs. Mm-hmm. And so just the education piece, Okay, that was always just a, now that I look back, a thread. Mm-hmm. And so now I've spent 20 years in training and development. Yep. Um, I train everyone at the company from um, entry level okay. to the executives. So there are things that you pulled out from those jobs that are helping you in this current job, so those skills. Well, the interest in it, yeah. and then when I went back and learned really how to do it and how adults learn, uh-huh. because it's very different than teaching children. Mm-hmm. So what a third grade teacher needs to do to get the point across, mm-hmm. totally different. That if you're teaching an adult that has a job and has real life yeah. concerns, you've got to have a different set of skills. And so that different set of skills yeah. is what's helped me to become successful. Good.
1: Yeah. So uh, as you were kind of moving up the ranks in your
2: career yeah. role,
1: um, did you have a mentor um, or have you had someone not necessarily in
2: your in, at your job but just someone along the way that's kind of helped you? I've had a lot of people that okay. have helped me at different mm-hmm. points in time. I do have um, a mentor she would she would say we help each other okay but shes um, there is a lady at my company she's senior to me she gives me good advice and um, really just kind of helps me um, in terms of this ideal of moving up mm-hmm. my career has been more like a walk through the woods, then I climb up a corporate ladder. I decided about 15 years ago that um, when I had children, because Mm -hmm. I had waited to have children, that I want to spend some time with them. And I wanted to be the room mom, and I wanted to be the band parent, and so I kind of took a a downshift. And so I've worked part-time for 15 years. Still in a professional position. Mm -hmm. And at the same company? At the same company, Mm -hmm. still in a professional role. um, And it's possible, if you want to balance things Mm -hmm. out, and so for 15 years, while my children were growing, um, I worked part-time. Mm-hmm. I still did all the work, still, you know, still on the same professional right. level. But I had time to be a room mom mm-hmm. and, and do, you know, those things. do those things. How was that conversation with your employer about wanting to take a step back? Was that a difficult conversation to have? Were they receptive? Yes and no. Okay. The reason I knew I could take a step back is when I first started in training and development at the utility company, my director at that point, she said, I know you're a young mother, we have this, we have this rule, we have this policy, that if you'd like to work part-time, you know, come and see me. Mm -hmm. And so she planted the seed. Okay. Four years later, when I had my second son, and I was struggling with, you know, trying to get it all done. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, wait a minute, let me see if I can enact that policy. Well, now we had a different director, Okay. and she was like, no. Okay. It's <laughs> like, okay. you are far too valuable, we need you here five right. days a week. And so it took about a year of negotiating. Okay. It took a year of, because I had had such good exposure to the senior level of mm-hmm. leadership, mm-hmm. Um, and I went out and I started talking to people and mm-hmm. saying, hey, can you use my skill set? But I'd like to take a shift back and work part time mm-hmm. and got nothing but, yeah, I think I can find a way to use you. Mm-hmm. And so finally, um, the vice president of HR got a hold of the fact that I was having these conversations. Okay. He called me in and he said, listen, we value you. We know what you can do. And one day you're going to want to work, work full time again. We want you to work here full time. So yeah. absolutely. Take take the downshift when you're ready or here.
1: You know, that's actually really good for people to hear, that they can have that conversation, Mm -hmm. and it could go in that direction. So we're going to have to take a quick break, and we will be right back after this break.
0: We know that community counts. In fact, it's in our name. As Naperville Community Television, we have the privilege of showcasing what makes this award winning city a wonderful place to raise a family, to make a living, and to enjoy life's journey. That's why it's our mission to capture on camera those special moments that connect us, those stories that impact our lives, stories you won't see anywhere else. So watch Naperville Community Television on air, online, and on social media.
1: Welcome back to Career Center. I am Kim White back with Kathy Thickman. Thanks for staying with me. I'm having fun. So we talked a little bit in the first segment about your career journey Mm -hmm. and that you spent 20 years with a company which you don't necessarily see Um, and then you took some time and and talked to your employer and you went part-time for 15 years Mm -hmm. to, to raise your kids. You also decided to write a few books. Yes. Now, having recently co-wrote a book with some folks, um, it's a lot of work, and I'm counting here, like, you have a lot of books here, so. Yeah. Um, uh, And I know that one of the books that you really talk about and you refer to is the Good is Not Enough book, and it's referenced a pie chart, and Mm -hmm. so this is... You know, something I want to talk about, because it really is something that can help folks who are in job search or in, you know, looking for advancement within their mm-hmm. career. So I want to spend some time really talking about that, because I okay. know you're really passionate about that. Yeah,
2: um, I did decide to write some books. I always wanted to write a book, and so I got that done. And I discovered along the way there's this concept called PI. It's a career management concept, mm-hmm. and PI stands for performance, image, and exposure. Mm-hmm. And um, if you look at it as a pie chart, you need to figure out how much of your career success is going to be on your performance, mm-hmm. how much is on your image, and how much is on your exposure. Mm-hmm. Now there is a formula mm-hmm. that um, we teach, it and it says really that your success performance is 10% of the pie, so that's not a big mm-hmm. slice. Yeah. Your image is 30% of the pie, and exposure is actually 60% of the mm-hmm. pie. Now, when I teach this, and I've taught this at uh, many different corporations, social services groups, I teach this a lot. Mm-hmm. And when I first roll it out, people are like, no, yeah. not possible.
1: You automatically assume performance is going to be yes. 60% and everything else.
2: Comes Most people yeah. figure, feel like if I work and work and mm-hmm. work, they're going to see my performance yep. and they're mm-hmm. going to elevate me. When actually, when I teach it, it's, I say this, I'm a southerner if you haven't caught mm-hmm. on. Um, it's pie. And you know you don't have pie without the crust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have to consider the performance your crust. Yeah. That's your foundation, that's your base. You've got to have the performance. It's got to be there and it's got to be mm-hmm. excellent performance. But you need to add to that this ideal of image. Mm-hmm. What's your image? Mm-hmm. What do people think when they see you? Do mm-hmm. they think that you are prepared to go into the corporate suite Do you carry yourself and how you're behaving at work? Does Mm -hmm. it say, hey, she's ready for the next level? Mm -hmm. Or are you carrying yourself as, hey, I'm a worker bee, Mm -hmm. and I'm here to work, work, Mm -hmm. work, work, work. Mm -hmm. It comes out in our speech. I do a thing called speech acts. Mm -hmm. Speech acts. Speech acts. Speech, okay. Speech is action. Yep. You know, you can't yell fire in a crowded room. Mm -hmm. It's called a speech act, and that's actually illegal. But when people ask us about our performance on the job, so you were on this project, you got to leave the project, and the VP comes and says, hey, nice job on the project. And you say, well, oh, I was just doing my job. Yeah. That's the speech action. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying, just doing my job, a better right. speech act would be, hey, thanks for the compliment. It was really a great opportunity. I got a chance to show my leadership mm-hmm. skill. I got a chance to apply some of the things I learned in the recent MBA I Mm -hmm. just received, and also I got a chance to see how even if you're making a small change to corporate policy, Mm -hmm. there are a lot of considerations and a lot of impacts before you can implement that change. Mm -hmm. See how that is different? Very different. Very different. So now you've had a chance to do a little bit of that elevator speech, Mm -hmm. and it's an action. And so we have to really think about how we speak about ourselves at work. Mm -hmm. And so that's part of that image. Mm -hmm. I'm a big Hamilton fan. Yeah, so am I. Yes, well, in the room where it happens. Mm -hmm. For the most part, when these decisions are being made at work, we are not in the room. room. But you have got to have someone who's going to bring your name in the room where it happens. And that's really how these things happen. Speech actions would help that. It helps you to generate that. But this whole idea of who's speaking for you in that room? Mm -hmm. Because if you don't have someone speaking to you, for you in that room, mm-hmm. your name's not going to get on that board. Right Now, there are some HR actions and other actions that try to assist people. Mm-hmm. But if we can help ourselves right. by making sure that our image is there and we have that exposure, mm-hmm. that is really going to help us in mm-hmm. our careers.
1: So what happens when you talk <clears throat> excuse me, to people and you tell them about the, the formula, 60-30-10? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because people are they're just not buying that, right? they're not gonna buy that because you think your performance has to be more than that mm-hmm. And you
2: talk about the worker bees so mm-hmm. kind of explain that a little bit more to to me it's a great <coughs> conversation mm-hmm. and so we begin the conversation by asking people to fill out the pie mm-hmm. and what they think mm-hmm. and then I show them the real numbers and one of the things I say because this is a, this is an interesting area to teach in mm-hmm. I always say to my classes I'm gonna lay out on the table and if it speaks to you pick it up and use it, Mm -hmm. but if you can't use it and if it can't get into your brain, then it's okay. Mm -hmm. But it really is, if you really start to look at it, and when you really start to think about that person who sat next to you and they did the same Mm -hmm. job and now they're the vice president, what did they do differently? When you start thinking about, did you participate in any of the corporate volunteerism programs? Mm -hmm. I have a, a, a dear friend of mine. When I showed her first the pie, Mm -hmm. and she was like, "Mm, I'm not sure. And then she started thinking about it. And she said, but I did everything I was supposed to do. Excellent performance. I believe I have a good image. Mm -hmm. And I did do all the volunteer and Mm -hmm. social activities with the company. And then she started thinking, and she said, you know what? I used to go to the golf outing. I learned to play golf. I went and got the clubs, I got the outfit. Mm -hmm. But at the golf outing, I got in the golf cart with my friends. Mm. I didn't get in the golf cart with 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 the executives, with the decision makers. And so she was like, I thought I was doing it right. The purpose of the golf outing is not to play golf.
1: Right, it's a
2: network. It's a network and get that exposure. And Mm -hmm. so sometimes (laughs) we miss that even when we think we're doing everything right. So it's something good to consider. Mm -hmm. What's my image? Mm Do I have exposure to the right people? Mm-hmm. You know, this is Chicagoland. Yeah. It helps to know people. It helps to know, yeah. I mean, I think any in any environment, in terms of a work environment, you really have
1: to make sure you are networking within the company yeah. and out, as well as outside of the company.
2: Yeah. You are known, mm-hmm. and your image mm-hmm. speaks to the next level. Yeah. You know, the career advice used to be dress like the level you mm-hmm. want to be on. Mm-hmm. Dress like and act, act like. like. Yeah. And make sure those on that level know who yeah. you are. Yeah for your performance, mm-hmm. but they also see that image that says, hey, I can see her in the room mm-hmm. when we're making those decisions. Yeah.
1: And it really goes to branding. We talk a lot about branding now. Yes. It's about marketing yourself and branding yourself. And
2: Yes. Yeah everyone has a brand Mm -hmm. but everyone is not managing their brand
1: absolutely it's not consistent i talk about that all the time you have to be consistent with your brand
2: too and so what is your brand you know if your brand is i'm an excellent Mm -hmm. instructional designer Mm -hmm. and that's what i want to do and that's what i want to be that's okay Mm -hmm. be an excellent instructional designer right if your brand is i'm a supervisor and i want to be a manager start acting like a manager conducting yourself like a manager and when you get those opportunities to speak to senior leadership Speak. Watch your speech. speech Speeches. Yeah.
1: This has been a very good conversation. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate you joining me on this month's edition of Career Center. So, thank you so much, Kathy. Up next, career tips in five. We'll be back after these important public service announcements.
2: We're proud to call Naperville our hometown, where you can enjoy simple pleasures, such as a stroll along the river walk or the excitement of a Friday night football game. It's where families can
3: raise their children and plant their roots for generations to come. And so we're proud to be the city's nonprofit television station, keeping residents connected and informed through video storytelling on air and online. We ask that you continue to watch and share
2: the stories about this wonderful town we call home.
1: Welcome back to Career Center. I'm Kim White, Executive Director of the Career and Networking Center. And joining me now for Career Tips in 5 is Nicole Lamb with Lane Marketing. Hi, Nicole. Hi, nice to see you. Yeah, nice to see you. So I know that you talk about do your research, how important it is to do your research, and you have five specific things that you uh, speak about.
3: Number one, view profiles. Yeah, so they have an opportunity to look on LinkedIn. I think it's a great resource, and I would say even connect with the people that you're interviewing with. So take a look on LinkedIn, connect with them. I don't think it's creepy or or crazy that you're doing that, and I think it goes a long way to let them know that you're interested in the position.
1: Number two, review the company. That's very important.
3: It is. You think it's a no-brainer. I'm putting that down as number two. But it is really important. And you'd be really surprised how many people come in. And they've never even looked at the company. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of times on their website, they'll have a vision statement or a mission statement. See if you align with that. Mm -hmm. See if it's something that you're interested in. I always say that you are interviewing the company just as much as they're interviewing you. And this goes a long way review the job description Um, again this one I think you need to put a little bit more um, emphasis on and maybe put some pen to paper a lot of times uh, you need to figure out what your skills are how you align with the role and actually put it down what happens in an interview is the first thing happens you get nervous and you fill that space a lot of people will fill that space with um, Mm self-deprecation or ways that they don't fill the role. And you'd be amazed how many times people kind of do that to themselves in an interview. So if you prepare um, and you show where you can align, you'll Mm -hmm. be able to pull those out in an interview much, much more readily. Connect with leadership, hugely important
1: to do that. Hugely important. Yeah, Yeah,
3: so you're already on their website, go ahead and pop over, most uh, sites will have a leadership tab and you can look and see what their bio is, how they started the company, whether they're the founder. Those things will go a long way because in an interview, um, a lot of times the people who are interviewing you will reference them. Mm -hmm. Um, Then you're sort of nodding and you are part of the conversation because you understand who they're talking about, which is important and number five review Glassdoor. yeah so yeah. this one um, i always say take it with a grain of salt yeah. Glassdoor can have a lot of bad reviews for a company um, but you really want to make sure that you're listening to what people are saying okay. about the company it also can give you pro tip for this one is it can give you some insights into what to ask them at the end of an interview mm-hmm. um, i'm always surprised when i get to an end the end of an interview and someone says they don't have any questions um, to me that's not really a great wow that's not really a great thing to do. You need to make sure that you've prepared, you've got some good questions, and that you're engaged in the role and the job that you're looking looking to get. So
1: important, so important to do so.
3: Well, thank you, Nicole, for sharing your career tips in
1: five. If you're looking for career or professional development support, visit the Career and Networking Center at 1815 West Deal Road, Suite 900 in Naperville, or search us on the web at careernetworkingcenter.org. Thanks so much for watching.
0: This episode of Career Center is brought to you in part by Lane Marketing.